Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. All views and opinions of that of our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. Good evening, good morning, good day, wherever you are, whatever time it is. Welcome to Brain Stew. Bonjour, Willkommen. Willkommen. Good day, mate. All right, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. Um, yeah, welcome. This is episode eight. I love how you still managed to pull off H. I, I sat there practicing yesterday for quite a long time. <laughs> how are you? Anyway? How's your week been? Oh, it's been shite. Yeah. And, and like um, putting all things in context, like whatever my week has been, there is a fuck ton of people in the world right now who are definitely having a much worse week. So um, yeah, I think that that's my thing for this week is um, context. Like I, I've I've been surrounded by complete shit cunt thunder cunts this week nice, and nice um that's my kind of plus side to it is the fact that actually it could be a whole lot fucking worse so, yeah when yeah. you put everything into context it's we're doing all right aren't we yeah definitely yeah. so not gonna whinge and you know um lots of support to those people out there who are um having a real fucking time of it at the moment but yeah hopefully we can brighten some people's ears with a bit of shit chat and talk about rubbish yeah because tonight i'm actually drinking beer while we're doing the podcast so this could only go one way for me yeah yeah I'll, uh, i'm not drinking beer because i've had a bit of a poorly week um so apologies up front to anybody if i cough sneeze or fart during this but um those were standard things that i do anyway <laughs> the alcohol yeah. is only going to speed those effects up for me no, so yeah. sorry not sorry a bit under the weather this week so apologies if uh, that comes across but um yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, yeah. let's uh, let's let's crack on with the festivities. Um, so before we go into the band, shall we uh, shall we fetch the mail? Let's fetch the mail. I always press the one that said "fuck." <laughs> Bring it in. Here's the mail. Here's the mail. Here's the mail. It's your fucking letters. Right, well, we have had... So, the first person I would like to say a huge thank you to is Myla Ruby. Uh, Myla Ruby, um, I believe she's from the, uh, the Philippines, um, emailed in and uh, or messages and said that she absolutely loved episode E with Ella Garden. She discovered those guys um, back in one of the many lockdowns um, and absolutely loves the band. And also the fact that they're actually getting back together and recording album number six... Um, it is awesome. Really enjoyed the podcast and gave us some really cool tips on some bands to listen to. One oh, yeah. of them is one from Philippines called Eraserhead. Eraserhead. Not to be confused with Erasure. Eraserhead. Okay. And um, the other one was called One OK Rock. I'm one not... OK Rock, yeah. Yep, from Japan. Yeah. So thank you so much, Milo. We really appreciate it and we will be checking those out. Yeah, that's cool. Um, right. So... Last week, you said you didn't want to hear from someone else, right? Yeah. At the end of it, you were like, I'm done with Pete. <laughs> Is he back? He's back, but Pete doesn't give a fuck. He's taking no prisoners. Pete's totally ignored what you said. Do you know what he sent us? <laughs> I dread to think. A recipe for spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> literally just that. Yeah, got like, it like, as well. No, no, no. But no context. It's literally just like, <laughs> open the email up and it's just like sort of like Pete's email address on it. And then it just says this list of shit. And then at the bottom it just says, regards Pete. <laughs> just from, from Mary Berry. <laughs> it's like, Pete, I love it. I, I, I've not tried it yet. But um, <laughs> I looked through it and I was like, legit, that seems like a good way to do this. Yeah. So cheers, Pete. Maybe we should have like um, a new section in the show, which is called like Cooking Corner with Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and he just please don't send us fucking random shit in. But no, no, I, I'm I'm kind of on board with that. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, I'm excited to what what Pete's going to do next. Okay, so other ones we've had. There's, there's a couple of um, my mighty ones. Um, <laughs> um I, I'm not even going to bother with the name because someone just mashed a fucking keyboard on this one. But they said Friend Circle are absolutely amazing. Love this band. Yeah, friends are cool. Great. And they're so cool. They're really cool guys. And they are um they're out on tour this weekend. So in the States. Oh, I know you'll have missed it by the time this case out. Yeah. Oh, dude, you missed a good show. But mm. yeah, again, they're getting loads of um loads of positive press and stuff like that. So keep supporting those guys. They're a really, really good band. Um in our spam folder, all right. Kate P yeah. says interested in taking photographs in Florida. What? Yeah, literally just a random spammer. Just asking us if, if we want to go and do a photo shoot for someone's birthday in Florida. I'm up for it if she's paying. No, no, no. I think you literally <laughs> you go out there yeah. and then take some pictures. They're like, no, we don't like them. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so kind of pointless spam, but cheers, cheers, Kate. Um, and then, uh, it's not a CJ email, but it's not, it's not an okay email. It's from Fisty. <laughs> Fisty. Fisty. Okay, what's Fisty saying? Fisty, blink suck, punk pop isn't punk. Okay, they're probably a big like Clash fan or Sex Pistols but, fan. But or even like like Clash isn't like truly punk. So I'm kind of like, I don't get it. Like I thought punk was supposed to be like doing what you believed. So I kind of, you've kind of fisted yourself there, fisty, because I, I think that's just a really shitty view to have on things. So go fist yourself, you fister. Oh, um, okay. And then we had another negative one from Paramore Fangirl Seventeen. Yeah. She says you guys didn't even mention bomb pops in episode B. Uh. <laughs> Pretty fucking sure we did. We definitely did. We talked about Polly. We talked about Jen. We talked about that band. So, um, And I'm pretty sure if you go to uh, B, they're in the picture, aren't they? They literally are on the bottom right-hand side under a rather large otter. <laughs> and Sean so, Smith. Parable Fangirl 17, you're talking otter shit. <laughs> nice. Right, I've got one on front. Okay. Over to you. Round of applause. Thank you. Yeah, I've got uh, an email. Oh, sorry. I'm drinking out of a large boot and almost dropped it. Okay, yeah, Chris literally has a glass Wellington boot with uh, ABK Hal in it. Yava, this is good, yeah. (laughs) Which uh, is coming up in the drunk cast where... I'm just practicing for the drunk cast. Yeah, we're going to be sampling all these beers for you to to listen to us. Anyway, I've got a a connection from somebody from Instagram. I was going to say email, but they've just messaged on Instagram. This is from Jess T in Newport. And she says, love the big bucket of bullshit. Can't wait to hear what nonsense comes out each week. Also, other bands you missed out on F, From First to Last, Far and Feeder. Fucking love Far. Feeder. Feeder's a bit more Indian, isn't it? I I, I get it. Like, Just a Day is one of my favourite songs in that ever-growing list of top ten that I always say. Um, But, like, Far, yeah, 100%. I did think about Far, but... um, a lot of their earlier stuff, I was I was quite good. They, they released uh, a later album, which is At The Night We Live, I think it was called. Yeah. And they had a track cool. on that called um, Are You Sure? And that song was fucking amazing. Great song. So absolutely, yeah, take, take that. Take that. And from how do we miss from first to last? Well, they they're more emo. emo. Yeah, more emo. So we probably didn't put them in there. But yeah, and Feeder, they're, they're probably more indie, alt rock, I guess. So yeah, cool. Thanks, Jess. And we've got, we've got two more. Okay. Cesar from London. Yeah. Says, please talk about Jimmy Eat World for the J episode. Hey. Well, Cesar, you might be onto something there, my friend. You just might be. We'll have to tune in and wait and see if the Jimmy Eat World is going to be in there. We're not going to tell you yet, though. I'm pretty sure they might be. I'm pretty sure they'll get a small mention or something like that. Um, And then Sideshow Robert. Says Family Guy or Simpsons? That's a whole fucking episode in itself. Yeah, but I'm already already Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm already there. Oh, it's not an episode. It's the (laughs) yeah. The episode is Family Guy or Simpsons. Family Guy. Yeah. Well, good night. Thanks a lot, guys. You've been great. Um, Simpsons was the inspiration for Family Guy, so you kind of got to like doff your cap to it. But Family Guy just take shit. And the crossovers, crossovers are really cool too. Peter Griffin versus Homer Simpson. That episode was fucking amazing. Because <laughs> obviously like Peter Griffin versus the chicken. Yeah. And then Peter Griffin versus Homer was just fucking unreal. So yeah, yeah no, I absolutely love that. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for your emails and letters. Um, chat at brainstew.co.uk to send them in um, on socials. Uh, it's at brainstew pod. We are going to fuck off the, um, the Twitter account because it's just a ball ache. And like, to be frank, yeah, no, no one was fucking interested, are they? Who uses Twitter? Like, quite a lot of people for, like, news and shit. But, yeah, like... It's more celebrities, isn't it? I think. I use it. I'm not, I'm not a celebrity. Do you know what? You're the only person in my friendship group that I know that uses Twitter. Yeah. Honestly. I, I literally use yeah. it for news. So, like, a lot of the stuff yeah. that's been going on this week, I've been reading a lot of stuff from um, people on the ground and people, you know, sort of very close to what's yeah. happening. And that's kind of... It's a real kind of eye-opener to... You don't get the... Uh, like the mainstream media spin on stuff and, and that I think like Twitter for that mm. is an absolute vital um, kind of tool for that kind of stuff but for um, spreading the world about a podcast I think um, 
Instagram, Facebook, and and you know Spotify, Amazon, and that kind of shit as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we we are going to um, fuck off the uh, the Twitter account. So if if you're one of the six people, I think I'm one of them. You're one of, <laughs> you're, if you're one of like the four people who who are following us on Twitter, sorry, uh, not yeah, sorry. it's not worth it. Just just go just check out Instagram or something. You'll be fine. Or just just keep listening. Whatever. Who cares? All right. So Jay, we have got our episode H band, and it is going to be handsome. All right, are we doing that again, are we? I don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> Hang on. Hadaway. What is love? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Sorry to everyone at home who's listening and has just gone like... No more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, right, okay. Back, right, back in the room. Okay. Hadouken. <laughs> well, that's kind of okay. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. That's, uh. Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stop, stop this right. foolishness. Yeah. Who we got? This week... 100 Reasons. <laughs> I really hurt my throat doing that really <laughs> deep Hannah Montana thing. Yeah, we're talking about 100 Reasons this week, which epic British band... Uh, Waving the flag for alt rock. Um, uh, where do we start with Hundred Reasons? Uh, I think let, let's let's tell people for those of you that don't know Hundred Reasons, they they were an alt rock band um, formed in 1999. So for some of you, that probably is like oh, man, I wasn't even born then. Um, and they just kind of became one of these underground bands that just then burst onto the scene. So they did like a whole like year and a half like solid touring for their first three EPs, um, Cerebro, Remus and um, I'll Find You. And absolutely built up like a cult following and yeah. just smashed the living piss out of it. And then went in the studio and recorded, I'm going to be burping so much today, <laughs> um, recorded um, ideas um, above our station. Um, and that's kind of where I found out about 100 yeah. reasons there it was that album that was just like this is unreal this is so cool and they were in and amongst like a real group of awesome other british bands like hell is for heroes and stuff like that yeah so there's like a real crop of really cool other british bands but these guys like sort of stood out you know i'd say head and shoulders because that's disrespectful to the other bands but they really were that kind of next level what was your sort of first kind of introduction to them i think it was I want to say like MTV2 or MTV or something like that. When um, MTV2? It possibly was. Is that still a thing? I think they just show like cribs on it and stuff now. What? Yeah. That used to be like when when there was like a, a shit video on Kerrang, you'd be like MTV2 and then like, yeah. and then Scuzz came around and it was like Scuzz, MTV2 and Kerrang. So I'm, I sound like I'm I'm in the back of a cupboard you, now. Cause you're I'm just going to pour your beer. Pour in my drink. Should I do it over the mic? Yeah, go for it. Let's listen to ABK. This is what ABK sounds like, everybody. It looks delicious as well. I'm a bit jealous because I quite like a beer right now. Um, yeah, no, 100 Reasons. I think MTV2, I think I was flicking between music channels and Silver came on. Oh, Silver. Um, that mu- the music video for it. And I was like, oh, what is this? This is awesome. Yeah. Name the breed of dog that walks. I think it's like a Doberman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it is, yeah. Yeah, so that that was my first, um, first real kind of foray into... Um, Hundred reasons, and I, I back in the day because it wasn't downloads. Yeah, you just I just went out and bought the album, took a, an absolute punt on it, and wow. Yeah, I, I think these guys like paved the way for for you know pre funeral for a friend, lost profits. This, these were guys kind, of, kind of I don't want to say started this. It's weird, isn't it? Because like it's that whole like oh, there's always a bigger fish, but yeah. it, it's like whenever we say stuff like this, there are we don't obviously read every email out, but there are there is stuff that comes back in where people are like hey, you know what you're talking about because you've got to think of this band here, and it's like like yeah. like one band we've not mentioned so far is Ruben, yeah, and and they're an amazing band, and you know it would be a million dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, and and then it starts growing and growing and growing. So, it, but these guys really did did wave uh, the flag in terms of being recognised and coming from like a, a, an underground to being all of a sudden, wow, these guys are fucking awesome. And I think like 
Because I'm kind of like, I've got so many questions mm. about this band. Should we sort of talk through albums first and get a bit of like a timeline for them and then come back and ask some of these questions? Because there's. Yeah, I mean, other than Ideas About Our Station, 2002, uh, that album I absolutely loved and played it to death. But as for the other albums, it was only really the singles. I didn't, I didn't kind of pick, pick up on them. Oops, sorry. Um, I, di- I didn't really follow them religiously like I did with Ideas About Our Station. And how good. Are those four singles as well? Oh, I like, you, you know... <laughs> I'll find you if I could, Falter, Silver. So I, I, I've said this before, like, I'm a massive sucker for that kind of broken up vocal that's like yeah. just on the edge of like kind of like being horrific. And oh, like... I know what I was going to say to you as well, after, you know, having a fresh listen this week, they kind of remind me of a UK Take Back Sunday it's like the only thing that gets close to them yeah yeah Take Back Sunday it's definitely because this is the thing is like from that album that album was quite um, it's not raw but it's very much like it's a bit more in your face and yeah. it's kind of like some of the chord changes the pace of the chord changes the unexpected notes that might be in there where like if it's in a major thing all of a sudden there's just something in there that's like oh okay that's, that's, that's changed it up a bit and it's made yeah. it a bit different and like the time signature at the start of um, Silver when it kicks in is different as well. I remember like trying to play that as a cover and being like, "Why, why is it changing now?" What, yeah. Like being like wanting to be like, I think it's four four. And this is like in a. a, a I think the drums are slightly offset to the guitar. Yeah, and it, listening to it live the other day, I was like, "I, I what? Yeah. Guitar change, change." And it's like, no, that's right. It all marries up. But it's so interesting though because you, like you get hooked by the chunky guitar and then the, the melodic guitar. Yeah. And then the vocal comes in, and then the chorus just blows you away. And and like the jarring vocals, um, again, like obviously been in bands where we've tried to replicate this, where it's like you've yeah. got like the super sweet fucking main vocal, and then you've got the kind of guy who's like, "Dude, are you, are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, and I I, I I always love being that guy because it's the kind of like I can't really sing, but I'm quite good at getting angry, <laughs> and then it's just like that. That was the kind of thing for me that like, especially on on silver and like the say you know say what you wanted to ask me but oh, oh what still yes. what a lyric what a fucking lyric um but like with that album it was just kind of it was like yeah have this when it moved to um the second album shatterproof is not a challenge um it really felt like everything had kind of gone like let's be more anthemic and yeah. i think that's the only way i can describe it because there's so many songs on that album that are just like really big choruses but like major choruses not in a minor they're really kind of like you know you could picture them i'd like say the video of them at reading um in 2002 or 2003 where they're playing silver and he's going yeah like this and everybody's waving waving their hands like that and i like for that it's like i don't know when shatterproof was um was written so i don't know if this is after that or not but it just felt like that was what they were aiming for more i remember watching like um Christ, it was um, a what was it called? Um, it's Rock and Ring in Germany, oh, yeah. and it was um, Bush who played live, and I, I fucking love Bush. They're, they're a great band, and it was um, it was one of those bits afterwards where they were saying, "I like, oh, we wish we'd have put more ballads into it because it was like they wanted to have like this real like simple minds kind of like festival moment of yeah. like, yeah. and and it's just like I kind of like flashback to that and was like, I wonder if when they started writing Shatterproof, it was like actually we do want to have like a bit more kind of. Of, of a, a sort of a center to rock kind of thing where it's like we want to have these big choruses and these big anthemic things because silver was so successful because of that really kind of cool chorus yeah do we do we uh, I, I don't no, know this is um, true whether it's just bullshit but it always yeah. my interpretation of it but that's the way that i perceive uh shatterproof was just like this is a great i, I love it i think it's a great record but it was um, a marked change from kind of like, I don't say like the rawness, but the kind of like the, uh, maybe like the unpredictability, if that's a word, yeah. of ideas. And then it kind of went, oh no, we'll just do this. So you have a bit of like a softer bit and then it'll be like a, <laughs> a kind of like an anthemic chorus and then we'll do this. And that, yeah. I think the chorus is, the big chorus is, is Colin's input because I was listening to an interview with him recently and he was talking about that's his like main thing. He, he loves a big chorus. A like you. That's me as well. I'm sold on it. Like, um, that's the whole whole song for me is based around a chorus. But um, yeah, he was saying that's his input a, a lot of the times, and um, that maybe I don't know when it's broken down into the writing. If if he writes them, I'm not sure. But, I, I've um, not I've not looked at that, but I think like with these two albums, so like ideas like went nuts, and ideas um, they got nominated for a load of awards, 
and the best one was the um the Kerrang um best album award in 2002 yeah yeah did you see who they were up against oh no no who was it all right so this is 2002 ideas above um our station winners 100 reasons nominees puddle of mud (laughs) yeah nah (laughs) not fussed about that system of a down toxicity oh wow yeah let me just a lot of people like that a um hang on hang on some 41 all killer no filler no Shut up. <laughs> She's back. Yes. Yeah. They won over some 41. Yeah. Wow. And there was another fucking hell. There was another one. Yeah, it was unreal. It, it, who the fuck else was it? Um, some 41, System of Down, Puddle of Mud, and some... It wasn't like Uncle Cracker or something like that, but, <laughs> but it, it was something else in there that was quite phenomenal. They, they did very well to win that. Well, absolutely. And yeah. it's just like, seriously, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, All Killer No Filler was... Uh, again, don't, don't fucking come at me with you can't compare all killer no filler to toxicity. I'm not fucking trying to. It's literally all killer was uh, like Wait, careful. CJ is going to write in a minute. CJ can suck it about toxicity. CJ can suck toxicity as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my days! The beer's flowing well. CJ, I'll fight you. Um, what was your top songs on um, Shatterproof? Is not a challenge. I actually love um, What You Get. I think What You Get is a fucking great song because yeah. it just, it has that, that's probably the only one that carries over from um, Ideas where it, it kind of has that, like when the the do-do-do-do-do-do-do intro bit yeah. and it has like a weird kind of step in it that's like, like if I was writing that, I'd be like, oh, why are you putting that chord in there? We don't need that. Like, sack <laughs> yeah. it off, stay on this. But it, that makes it... And then just yeah, when it when it hits in on the chorus with a really big vocal on there, that for yeah. me is just great. But um, harmony, harmony is like such a strange concept of a song. Yeah, but it it's a hook. I like it. Yeah. I, I really do like it. And um, I, I do you know um, what's what's the words again? How does it start? Oh, uh, you don't, don't don't call me on lyrics. It's so. escaped me. But um, it's it's about like. Sing along with me and harmonise with me, isn't it? Something like that. Well, there's, um, there's, yeah, I mean, when we talk about, like, sort of weird songs, when when things kind of sort of change up a bit later on, because obviously what, you know, obviously, like, everyone knows what happens, but, like, after Ideas and after Shatterproof, 11 days after releasing Shatterproof, what happens? They get dropped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. They've, they, I mean, the album does, like, 65,000, which is good. But Sony have a change of MD and they go, do you know what? We don't want you on the roster anymore. You're done. So you've, you've released this amazing album that's beat Sum 41. Mm. It's beat Toxicity. It's beat Puddle of Mud. I mean, Christ. <laughs> Fucking Christ. You know, it is absolutely smash Puddle of Mud. Like I said, careful, mate. CJ loves Puddle of Mud. CJ is a Puddle of Mud. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it does that, and then they release this other other record, and after eleven days, like I mean, from what like Colin said was basically like you know we we signed to Sony because we had faith in the MD. The MD left, and then we were kind of like, well, it's just going to impact the band negatively. So we're kind of happy that we're not on the label anymore, and we were kind of hoping this would happen so we can fuck you off. Yeah. But, 11 days in, so they're touring. You know, the, the label's picking presumably some of the costs for that up, and it's like, we're on tour, we're doing this, and then 11 days in, like that's a bit like 11 fucking days into this venture, someone pulls a plug on it and goes, no. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Off a band that has had an album that has just beat all those other great bands, Puddle of Mud, excluded. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? How, how, how mental is that? And also, yeah, like, as, as an artist... What do you do? Because you're like, we're huge. You know, we've made it. The guys like sort of say like they were very much like we weren't <coughs> too fussed because it, we were in this bubble and just kind of cracking on with stuff. So it didn't really impact us too much. But like in hindsight, looking back on it, it's like, man, that's, that's fucking suck. And that, that's when they like played the, the Reading uh, Leeds festivals with the backdrop, which said for sale on it. Uh, it's like 100 oh, right. reasons for sale. Okay. So that's why that was there. Because yeah. it was like, hey, label, sign us. Yeah. Then they signed to V2 and they release Kill Your Own. What do you think um, of Kill Your Own? And then they lose a guitarist. Yeah, which is kind of like fucking the mainstay, isn't it? Yeah, it's a shame, really. 
but there were some big songs on that record too. I really like Destroy. I've I've got to be honest that um, and Kill Your Own is a great song. Obviously, Kill Your Own is the only one on there that I'm kind of like I'm okay with. Yeah, and it's not like disrespectful to the others. It's more like I I kind of like just like that one. Um, yeah, and and they you know it was received really well by the media. Um, and they they did some really good tour, Jimmy Eat World, Newfound Glory tours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of like with with Paul, it's Paul, isn't it? Yeah. Paul Paul leaving. Um, yeah, it just kind of Falter never sounds the same. Silver now never sounds the same. And for two of you, I get it. You know, you can't control why people leave and why people don't. Well, leave, they but... did. They did a third album, and he went. And then when. The new guitarist come in for the fourth album. They did that for a while. And I think Paul came back for a a 10-year reunion gig. Yeah, for the Ideas tour. Yeah. So um, I think think that's how they currently stand, because they're they're back for another tour, aren't they? Yeah, no, I don't think he's in it. Um, He might be. I I thought it was 2012 until I could could be wrong, but... No, because I I was just going to say, they're on tour uh, 2023 with Hell is for Heroes. Yeah, they got a lot of shit for that. Because they're supposed to be on tour now. Yeah, it's this month, isn't it? But I it, think it's postponed. It was postponed for a year, so because I I was like diligently doing my research as I do, mm. and I was like going to frantically message you, be like, "Fucking hell, mate, they're in Bristol. How do we not know about?" I this? nearly did the same thing with yeah. Hell is for Heroes, and I was like, "Buy tickets, buy tickets." And I thought, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> and it was just like twenty twenty three. Okay, and then I read the the Facebook comments, and again, you never use Facebook as kind of like a, a rational fucking point of media, but it was very much like. You're, you guys are saying that it's COVID. COVID is the reason why you can't do this tour. What the fuck, man? COVID doesn't exist in the UK anymore. And it's like, well, <laughs> it does, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. But And it was like people getting proper fierce about it. But, um, yeah, I, I, that definitely shows that I want to Yeah, I was a little bit gutted, actually, because I was like, oh, my God, they're playing, like, next week. And it's like, oh, okay. Interview, interview, interview. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I like Kill Your Own. I like it. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't compare to Shatterproof, and it certainly doesn't compare to Ideas. Quick um, the word, sharp the action. Oh, that's, that's an interesting album, isn't it? An interesting, interesting album. It's, I don't know. It's it's one that I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to go back to ideas now. So that that's the self, um, self-recorded, self self-edited, self-edited, self-released, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Because there, there were some good songs on it. It wasn't, it wasn't an awful record. But after Kill Your Own, yeah. V2 Records get taken over and they get dropped again. Yeah. And it's just like, the fuck? Like... They've been dropped twice, and you know they they release uh, quick word, and yeah, it for me, I was listening. I can't even remember what track it was. I was listening to it the other day. It's I think it's the it might have been the opener, and I was driving along thinking this almost sounds like Oasis, <laughs> like like it sounds really kind of like yeah. I would say like later days Oasis, but it was very much like um a kind of a an indie album and then oh, not an yeah indie, but like in it i definitely was, felt that vibe too the kind of the roller coaster of like oh we're alt rock we're alt rock uh we're kind of like we're going a little bit rock brit rock yeah. mainstream rock indie and it just kind of again not dissing any of that but just like for me it was like you're kind of stepping into a world that i'm not that fussed about and it, it just really didn't kind of there was still some cool songs like slipping away i thought it was a really catchy track um no way back uh and she is poison they were kind of the strong points for me on that album yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree on those. They're, mm. they're they're sort of very similar, but but in terms of you know when you've got that mainstay, when you've got that kind of that core foundation album like yeah. Ideas, and you're like, this is fucking insane. You, you know, anything that you do after that is always going to suffer. Unless People are all, always going to be yeah, judgmental, aren't they? unless you're better. And then when you release something which is a change, and again. <clears throat> When you look at the timings of all these albums as well, it's all really consistent. So it's like year on year. So it's like 2003, 2004, 2005. So it's really quickly recorded. I think listening to um, an interview with the guys, they were saying like a lot of this stuff kind of happened and it was just like, well, we're, we're in a bubble kind of recording, getting ready for the next thing and maybe not noticing how big we got or, or what's that. But certainly the things that hit them the hardest were the you know, being dropped by two labels. And, that, and that's not yeah. like a kind of like a... A dig is like, guy, you you got dropped by two labels. You must be like shit. you say, the albums two thousand two, four, six, and seven. What what happened after that? I don't know the story of why they finished. Do you? They just stopped. I think it, yeah. it just became like um, <laughs> sick of being dropped by labels, yeah. and and like um having to kind of like 
go and do other things. So uh, Colin is now um, uh, head of um, a musical institution. So he's like um, oh, Notting Hill. Is that's it. it yeah. Uh, yeah, and he and he's uh, he's like a lecturer there. Um, he's actually teaching things like this, isn't he? About yeah. record the recording industry and how not to dive into a yeah. um, a contract and yeah. and look into it first. You know, because you've got things to offer as well as the label. So it's not. Because it's that thing, isn't it? You're, everybody's striving to get signed by a record label to put their music out there, but they get stung with, um, you know, not discussing it properly. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's like, it is that big thing of like, you know, you imagine someone says to you, "You want a record deal?" Oh man, we're signed. It's amazing. Okay, yeah, yeah. great. Okay, now now look at the small print and what you've actually signed up to. It's yeah, seventy five percent of your takings or something stupid. Yeah. All your merch <clears throat> rights have you signed away as well. Literally every single element of you. You totally making... get it though, don't you? Because like, we've been in bands for years and always been like trying to get our music out there and look for labels and and plug ourselves. But I don't think even you know we didn't even look at the bigger picture of what happens if actually somebody gets interested here. No, know? and the the only thing we ever did was we got um, we actually got a contract to put one of our songs onto a um, a paintballing video. Yeah, and. Um, the contract came across and I actually got it checked by uh, a legal person. And um, by that time, someone in the band had already approved it and sent it across anyway. And the person who checked it legally was like, yeah, don't sign that because you're literally signing away the whole rights to that song. Yeah, so and we don't own like, the song anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> don't <laughs> sign it. Too late. It's already on the DVD. They printed it. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and that, you know, maybe, maybe that was more of us than the, than the industry. But again, if, if that's the kind of naivety that it's like, well, you know, someone wants to do something for us. And yeah. as, especially, I mean, what, we were like 20s? And you're just like, yeah, we get the music out there. And it's like, no, literally, if, if that becomes like a fucking golden nugget, you've literally just given it to like yeah. Bob at paintball.com or whatever <laughs> it was. And it's just like, that's the, the, you know, not the stupidity, but that's the kind of the, the, yeah, the excitement and naivety that you get when, when you're, that's what you get. And that's what you get. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're so keen to just have anybody and everybody, you know, hear your music and you don't really care where it goes. You just, just yeah. want it out there. Yeah, because it's that moment where someone's taken an interest in it and kind of giving you that validation of, do you know what, actually, this is good. So good. Yeah. And <laughs> we want to put it on a best of paintball DVD. That's how <laughs> fucking good it is. Soon to be in a bargain bucket yeah. at your pound stretcher where they've got a mole there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I was just going to talk quickly about um, Colin's other band. Which one? I don't know if that's Chris's dead bits, but um, his his new band called They Fell From The Sky. I say, because he was also in another band called The Lucky Nine. Yeah. And they were really cool. I, I was just going to talk about the new album and... You how awesome it is they fell from the skies yeah it's so good i don't know if you've had time I, to I, to... i've only listened to one or two of the songs but because it's purely a studio based project isn't it yeah it's with the guy who was drumming for pitch shift yeah jason bold and he's drummed for because he dram drammed for Gant, was it he he felt yeah. no it was when it was when it was after Gant changed to china style Oh, he drummed for them. He dra- he drammed. That's well, the new word. Everyone drammed. He was a drammer. <laughs> he did some drammering. No, he's the current drummer for Bullet for My Valentine as well. Is he? Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing pretty well. But yeah, no, that album, awesome. I, I'd go as far as saying I actually prefer it to uh, 100 Reasons. They Fell From The Sky. Oh, no! Honestly, it's so good. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, Colin. I'm, I'm not happy with that. Colin was asked, you know, is is this band going to tour? And he just simply went, no. Yeah. <laughs> just said, it's just not happening. It's just yeah. a studio project. But I think, like, when you have you listened to the live at Freak Scene in 2007? No, I played that to my kids the other day. Yeah, and um, just the start when they they um, they start with "If I Could," and when the guitars come in, and it's like, yeah, and then the crowd comes in, and like my eldest was like oh wow this is amazing and it's like proper like rock and it's just like yeah that that whole like you know it's like when like you, you on stage you play your song and it's like like we, we've had songs that have never been hits but yeah. we've had songs that like in like a smaller community people have been like oh i know that one that's the one that i like yeah play that one yeah and then when you play it and you can see people like kind of singing along and enjoying it and you get that real fucking buzz and it's like this is just like oh just for those 30 minutes or you know an hour whatever you're on that stage that's fucking amazing. Yeah. What people don't see is the driving for six fucking hours to get to that. <laughs> the 
fucking no sound check or the bullshit that you go through at the end of it to play to the barman and, and the other bands and all that kind of shit. Yeah, and you or, don't earn any money from it. Either. And literally, you're, you're out of pocket because you, you know, you, oh, you cover petrol wherever you come from. All right, yeah, here's 15 quid. Fucking 15 quid, you can't. Yeah. And, and you've taken a day off work to do it. So all of those kind of things rack up. And it's just like, when someone says, like, are you going to gig this? It's like, no. Can, oh, that's really disappointing. <laughs> no, believe me, mate, it's not. It's not worth the fucking. You can see aggro. why. You can't. Oh, fuck yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And yeah. you know, I mean, like in a in a, a day and age as well at the moment where gigs frequently get cancelled because of COVID or and like and this this is the point they were making about the tour was like I'm guessing like like financially and logistically all it takes is a crew member to have a positive test and it's like well we're fucking done and yeah. that's a cost to us. So I think, just, I think Neck Deep had that recently. They were playing in the States and someone on their crew got COVID and that was it. There's, um, there's tons of bands that have had it and it's just literally... Mm. Um, Alkaline Trio had it with a bad, uh, bad, Alkaline Trio Bad Religion tour. Yeah. And it was just like they had to cancel a, a load of dates because crew members were testing positive. Yeah, and it's just like, well, you know, what do you do? No. All right. Let's have a look at the Spotify streaming levels as we do every time. The top song, as expected, is Silver. 1.5 mil. Yeah. And uh, slightly disappointed there's not more. Yeah, I mean, how long has that been on Spotify for, considering that came out in 2002? I think, again, because the band have never sort of become this, like, juggernaut, like the Blinks and the Alkaline Trios and the, yeah, the other bands that we, we've looked at. Was it Fallout Boy was like 600 of mil on one track? Fallout Boy, 809 oh, million. Yeah. And, and again, like, if you said to me what do you prefer silver by 100 reasons or any fallout boy song silver by 100 reasons yeah shadow of a doubt that yeah. song has everything i love that song it's it is a great great song perfect song and yeah on that note i'd probably give that as my recommendation for 100 reasons for anybody who's not heard them yeah literally, check out that song literally that silver 100 reasons it is a proper um is it a breakup song or is it that kind of like do you know what? I'm I'm a bit like I loved you and you don't love me anymore and I <laughs> want to feel good about myself or bad about myself or whatever. I'm just gonna play this song. Is it that? It's just fucking maybe, awesome. maybe that's just what I did. <laughs> cool. Okay, well Say what you wanted to me. So good. Great, great harmony. <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the, the falsetto <laughs> harmony there. Nailed it. Oh man. Okay, yeah, I'll find you one point five. Stories with unhappy endings. I love that track. Yeah, I love that track. And again, like that, that like kind of didn't it, it didn't set. What am I trying to say? Reverse. Uh, yes. <laughs> with that track, if the whole album had carried on in that vein for Shatterproof, yeah, great. But it didn't. Yeah. It kind of it had that. Then it had what you get, and then it just kind of went a little bit um, more anthemic, poppy softer is probably the right word for it i think in my opinion yeah and yeah, yeah I, I, I love that track but yeah just not it yeah I, I love that track that's what i'm saying cool so i think our recommendation is clear it's silver and it's uh ideas above our station i think we're both kind of on the same page for that one 100 percent. we love check that. those guys out and also they fell from the sky great band <laughs> Other bands, beginning wait, 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 with... Wait, 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 wait. What? Where's Chris's tidbits? Other bands, beginning <laughs> with H, will follow Chris's tidbits. <laughs> I've been drinking. You haven't got any tidbits, have you? Yeah, totally. Oh, I've got fucking tidbits. One of them well, is... Where's the jingle? Chris's hundred reason tidbits. <laughs> okay, so one of them was that Colin has a studio project called They Fell from the Skies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you already heard that. Hundred uh, reasons were found by members of two bands. Two found, founded, not found. Okay. Founded by two bands um, who were on the same management label. Yeah, and the bands were called um, Floor, which was kind of like a new metal band, and then Jetpack which was like a punk pop band. Yeah. And basically, I think it was only one member that swapped from floor over to... But that then became 100 Reasons. And they wanted to write songs that kind of mashed those two things together. And it kind of... When you go punk pop meets new metal, 
is that 100 Reasons. Yeah, so it's um, it's on the path to it. It's kind of, isn't it? And yeah. it's, it, I mean, the whole like alt rock thing is kind of uh, is there. But yeah, so so Jetpack and Floor, uh, the failure of those two bands are the reasons why we have a hundred reasons. <laughs> you can't see Chris's face. But he looks so smug right now. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Pantastic baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's it from Chris's tidbits. All right, and now other bands beginning with H H H H H. We got. We got. I have got Hell Is for Heroes because we've just mentioned that they're on tour with Hundred Reasons next year. I say they're not on tour with Hundred <laughs> Reasons right now. They they could be. Yeah, they're um, supposed to be right now, but next year. Oh man. I want to talk about that band. We should have done them as like half and half, I think, because that first album is Ooh. Neon Handshake. Yeah. Because that's got Will and Joe um, from the fucking amazing late 90s band Symposium. Oh, I don't know them. Symposium. No. Oh, my fucking day. So this is what we're saying about like, when we say, like, well, you know, 100 Reasons started this thing. Yeah. No, no. Symposium started this thing. So yeah. Symposium were like this kind of like rock punk band who played a bit of Scar. It just, uh, they were amazing. And they, they turned down this massive record deal because they wanted to carry on on their own. Um, and then they split up. And then um, Will, who was a guitarist, and Joe, who was the drummer, um, then went and formed Hell is for Heroes with some of the mates and, and kind of yeah. went from there. So, cool. yeah, Symposium, great band. Love them. So, but And that was kind of like, Hell is for Heroes is great, and Symposium is better. It's a great band name as well. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So yeah, Hell is for Heroes, a really, really cool band. Night Vision. Oh, what a song. Vision. Actually, what's the, um, what's the song with a really cool riff at the beginning? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> was that David Brent's version? Oh, I'm trying to think of the song. Don't worry about it. Anyway, we'll come no, back. I, I, I want to say the name, but I always get it confused with... That's what I did! That wasn't that. <laughs> that one. Oh, that's what we should do. Do you remember they used to do that on Shooting Stars? Yeah. And it's like you had to guess that, that that's totally a new thing. All right. Okay. Um, that yeah. song. I always get confused with She Drove Me to... Please stand Daytime by while TV. Chris tries to <laughs> decipher what the song is. I was going to press a button there. I don't know what it does. Um, I can climb mountains or something. No, that's no, a different song. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. Next band, Chris. Next band, um, Hot Mulligan. Hot Mulligan sounds like the Wonder Years. N- Do you know what? I I I was telling this to um, someone who's going to be coming on the show in a couple of weeks' time as a special guest, and we were talking about it this week. Yeah, and he actually came and ha- helped us fit our lovely new um, podcast studio desk. Oh, podcast desk, podcast desk, friends. Um, and I said, I, this new band, you've got to check them out. Not new, but possibly new to you if you if you've not heard them. Yeah. Um, Hot Mulligan. They are a combination of the Wonder Years and Tiny Moving Parts. Hmm. Mm, it's true it's a thing <laughs> maybe I haven't listened to them enough to they kind of they have that um, there's there's a lot of really cool like sort of guitar work in there that is very similar to Dylan from Tiny Moving Parts yeah and the vocal is, is like they've cloned Dan Campbell yeah it's very um, very much like Dan I love that band um, Equip Sunglasses yeah what a fucking song what yeah. a fucking song so yeah Hot Mulligan absolutely great band love to- it totally agree what have yeah. you got Head Automatica Beating hearts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a song. Um, oh, Daryl Palumbo, though. What a vocal. What a vocal. It's that... He's such a good it's, singer. It's that bit in the song, isn't it? When he's like... When he, he's like, Yo! Yeah. You want that thing to do? And it's just that sassy kind of like... You can, yeah. I always confuse him with like um, the guy from Panic. Because it's, oh, yeah. it's just kind of like they have that same kind of like mannerism, that sort of like it's almost like you're being told <laughs> off in, a, in like a sassy way. Um, but yeah, love that band. Um, yeah, awesome. Handguns. Handguns, don't know them. Pure punk pop. Yeah. Really, really cool. Yeah, really cool. Okay. Check I'm... them out. Um, uh, their latest album, which I think was released in 2019, and the name of it escapes me, but really, really cool punk pop. Like proper, um, like. The core of punk pop. Very yeah. cool band. Like them. Like them a lot. Awesome. I'll check them out. 
Holding Absence, a band from Wales, just released a, an album last year called The Greatest Mistake of My Life. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Big, Some big songs on that. Catchy songs. Mm. Yeah, check them out. Cool. For the alt-rock, alt-rock emo, I suppose. Who have you got, beginning with H, Chris Dantonophila? <laughs> um, Hawthorne Heights. Emo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very emo. But, yeah, um, I, I, I like them. Hawthorne Heights. Uh, yeah, Ohio, uh, Ohio is for lovers. <laughs> 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 what a tune. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Anyway, I went completely off piste with that. So I, I wrote them in my little list and I was like, oh, I'm just going to put them in there because I like them. And I think yeah. at that moment I was like, yeah, do you know what? I like them. Yeah, we may come back to the the ultimate podcast about emo but who knows we'll, we're just going to give little mentions here and like there a to top 10 emo thing would be quite cool wouldn't yeah, it yeah why not why not chris why why the ruddy bloody... i'm gonna off of uh, off of that i'm gonna chuck in hidden in plain view on the <sighs> the kind of emo pop punk vibes probably more emo but bleed for you oh, i just love that album Perfect. I mean, it's a horrific topic to write about and bleed for you, isn't it? Because it was due yeah. to a friend being raped or something That's like that. It, and it's yeah. a horrible thing. But, you know, to to have that kind of, like, emotion and that in that that song, I mean, that, that what a great song. Yeah, it, uh, I'd probably say to people, check out a song called Garden Statement. It's uh, mm. on the first album by Hidden in Plain View. Yeah. Very good song. Very good song. Well, I think, unless there's any late entries to H... Hooper Stank! So Huberstank, right? Let, let's do this because mm-hmm. tell me about Huberstank. Justify Huberstank. I'm not a perfect person. That one. Yeah. So that's a great song. Yeah. Not punk pop or alt rock. No. Totally mainstream pop. What was their first single again? Crawling in the dark. <laughs> yeah, great song. So, but after that, like I, I listened to the album the other day, and I was like, because when we were looking for bands for H, I was like, Huberstank could be good because Crawling in the Dark's a great song. Yeah. I listened to the next song, I was like. Okay, okay. And then the reason is like, what genre are they, though? (laughs) Blandcore? Blandcore. Oh, he went there. Blandcore. Is that bands from Blanford? No. (laughs) No, it's just, it's. I feel really disrespectful because, like, the reason's a great track. It's a really, really great track. Yeah. But that's it. You know what I mean? If you've got any other opinions about Hooper Stank, please email them in to chat at brainstew.com. And in, in that, you can also say that Chris is a bit of a prick. I'm totally getting shit about this one. I don't care. That's fine. I'm not Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you a couple more H's. Hello, goodbye. Fuck me, you've gone to town on the H's Hello, Goodbye, this week, um, and Hollywood Undead, but they're a bit more rap rock. Rap rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not okay with that. Okay, that's it, I'm done. Cool, well, I I, I feel like I need to throw some more in there. Yeah? I, I've got none, though, so I'm... Maybe not. No, nothing at all. Okay. Anyway, so, shall we move on, as we normally do? That's wrapped up H for this week. Where are we going, Chris, now? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Strap in. It's toys or fight. <laughs> I've killed him. Oh, fucking dead. <laughs> so last I didn't week, expect that at all. last week's title fight was great because the otter in moccasins made a return, and he absolutely fucking smashed. <sighs> what, what was he even fighting against? I don't, I don't. Oh, the goat in the helmet. Oh, the goat in the football helmet. Oh, ah, yeah. yes. And and the <laughs> the shut up logo. On it. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah. So, um, what yeah. Have we got this week, mate? What have we got? Are you ready for this? Fucking. Hang on. Do you, do you want? Let's do the suspense thing. Hang on. Wait. 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 Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Picture the scene. You're in the Lidl's car park next to the trolleys. Always. Along comes. An eight-foot spider on roller skates with a chainsaw. Fucking hell. Versus a panda on a unicycle 
with a backpack full of ninja stars. Go! Oh, the ninja stars, the ninja stars. Um, surprisingly, this is, is really, really straightforward. Go on. Okay, so w- what's going to happen with this one, right? Is the... What was the thing on the unicycle? <laughs> it was a panda on a unicycle. So the panda on the unicycle is just like there, like going, oh, yeah, I'm a panda. Uh, do, do you have any bamboo? <laughs> and he's just like... Knowing full well, like back and forth, yeah, yeah, like that, like, yeah, just in my backpack, there's a fuck ton of ninja stars, right? Yeah. The spider, meanwhile, on the roller skates, is like, <laughs> slips, lops his fucking leg off. Uh, He's out, killed himself. He's got seven legs left. Yeah, but he keeps doing it. <laughs> Eight tons in a row. Panda's just there going, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Panda wins by default because the spider's a fucking idiot. Yeah, to be fair, if he didn't have roller skates on, yeah, but he just had a chainsaw. It was, it was an interesting choice with the roller skates and the chainsaw. Yeah, but unfortunately, that was his undoing. So yeah, um, Panda, in you go, mate. Oh, Panda's gonna get fucked up. Panda <laughs> versus Tadger, not even a fucking contest. All right, well, that was title fight this week. If you've got any title fights that you want to chuck into the ring, is um, is chat brain skew, brain skew, brain stew. <laughs> I'm the one that's drinking as well. I know, mate. I know. I might have to stop and go and get another one in a minute. This is is getting serious. (laughs) Um, Okay, so now we head into that wonderful, wonderful segment. Uh, Yeah. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. (laughs) Do you know what? I don't know why. Go on. I wanted to yell, wax on, wax off. <laughs> Do it. In a Mr. Miyagi style. Just try it. Wax on, wax off, Daniel-san, pain defense. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that came to me. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't, I don't know why I did it in a Welsh accent. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever you play that thing, it always reminds me of, like, 8 Mile. You know, when, like... Um, Eminem's choking, and they're like, "Are you just about to do like a rap battle?" <laughs> yeah. I, with that, I'm always like, "This is like um, GTA 4." Yeah, always like, I'm like cruising for like, yeah, stuff. Anywho, do you want to try it again? Uh, is this an edit? Is <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll with the this proper is, thing. This is legit in. now. Right. All right, legit. Uh, yeah. Cool story, Ninja Bro. When that baseline kicks in, it just kills me. <laughs> so cheesy. I thought the ninja was still going in the background. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anywho, sorry. Apologies for everyone. All right, this is the part of the show where I tell Chris a story, but first we do some face palming headlines. Love this. this week in H, we have banned from Chinese buffet for shitting in the seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> so first, yeah. I heard a banned. From a Chinese buffet. And yeah. I was like, how is that a thing? Like, actually, like sending bands, like, you know, oh, we, we've got like a buffet. Yeah. We're going to have a live band. Rather than being barred from it. <laughs> I was like, a band from a Chinese buffet. So yeah. it's like, you know, there's a buffet and there's a band playing. I see what you mean. That's what I got with that. No, no, that's a person that's been banned from a... They've been barred. They've been... Yeah. Okay. Barred is a better word. Yeah. Okay. Find the bastard who shut down my chimney. <laughs> Well, I, I think that's everyone's uh, true calling in life. Yeah. Is it a news story headline? I don't know. I don't think they they would use the word bastard, would they, if it was a news story headline, unless it was in like a tabloid thing or a... I don't know. Uh, what about this one? Sex with Greg's pasty boiled my bellend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all been there. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Do Greg's do pasties? I guess so. The bell and boiling variety. <laughs> wow. Can I, can I have that uh, lukewarm, please? Yeah. Why is that? Well, I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you sure, sir? Because yeah. health and safety protocol says this has to be... Yeah, it's anyway. This is a questionable headline. Okay. This next one. Ten years ago, I was a lotto millionaire. Now I suck off dogs for quavers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Uh, question. Yeah. Who's providing the quavers? <laughs> like, uh, how is that a thing? How is that like... Shit, man. I suck off dogs for quavers. Like, there's a load of people queuing up going, right, I've got my dog, mate. Yeah. Um, grab bag? You, you do him, give you a grab bag quavers? And he's like... What flavour? Uh, the prawn cocktail, fuck off, mate. Yeah. He's like, no, no, real cheese. Just, you know, like, you know, give him a bit of a tickle and that. He's like, yeah, that's, that's nine quavers, please, mate. Like, like quavers is a legitimate trading currency. <laughs> uh, no. What's it? It's maybe, but... <laughs> oh, you'd fuck a dog for a what's it, would you? Well, mate, if Doritos were on the table... They'll stay on the table. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> let's go to a uh, cool story, bro. I'm going to mix it up this week. Let's do it. I have three stories for you this week. Wow. I'm Strap gonna, in. I'm going to read you all the headlines. You choose which one you want to hear tonight. Ah, oh, like this. Okay. All right. Let me prepare. <clears throat> okay, let's do it. Okay. Loch, Loch Ness Monster Sighting in London. A dead ringer for mythical beast. Okay. All right. That's your first one. Yep. Your second one. Dad finds new way to enjoy himself with a vacuum cleaner. Okay. And your third and final one this evening is... Faith Healer hammered nail into pregnant woman's head so she'd have a baby boy. Shut up. <laughs> so you got a mixed bag there right so the hoover one no, I'm not interested you don't want the hoover one no it just sounds daft uh, okay. <laughs> like the others don't um, bear in mind some of these come with pictures this week that would be good on a podcast yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking is uh, we could pop those onto our Instagram for those right. to, to sorry I at. wasn't being a bitch I was joking um, I, <laughs> I, I think the um, I, I want to hear about the um, the nail in the head the nail in the head. Okay. Yeah, that sounds totally legit and well, reasonable. <laughs> it, this isn't a funny story. Like I say, they're going to be factual. They're going to oh, be. Can you do a funny one? Wait, this isn't a comedy podcast, mate. This is serious stuff. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, right? Shut up. Go, go back to most episodes, and I say it might be funny. It might be factual. It might be scary. It might be stupid. I think you've ever said that. <laughs> All right, Chris, what type of story would you like to hear tonight? No, no, I, I want to hear one where someone someone does something with a nail. Let's okay. do that. Well, okay. let's do it. So this is this is literally... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, come on. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Right. And now time for... Ser- oh, no. <laughs> you ready? right now time for a bit of serious cool story bro news okay over to james (laughs) chris oh he's he's gonna make me laugh i can tell nope all right i am solid right now i'm solid that's what she said you got fucking issues. <laughs> right, I'm going to give you this picture. Right, serious face, Chris, serious face. Serious face. Right, Chris is two beers deep right now, so he's getting a bit, little bit chuckly. Can I just say, they're not your standard beers, they are like yeah. the ABK um, Hell 660s, which are fucking lovely. And um, so I'm you're, gonna... you, you're close to two litres of beer right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much going to pause the podcast in a minute, go upstairs and crack another one. Oh. And then grab a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going to hand you this picture to look at whilst I read you this. Okay. So, Faith Healer hammered nail into pregnant woman's head so she'd have a baby boy. Pakistani officials are hunting a sorcerer who apparently hammered a nail into the pregnant woman's head, narrowly missing her brain. This is pretty minging. Faith Healer's bizarre actions appear to have been part of an effort to guarantee the mother a baby boy. The doctor made the remarkable claim on Wednesday as an image emerged of an x-ray showing the nail sticking out the woman's forehead. Cool story, bro? Cool story, no. That was the most depressing cool story, bro. Hey, you chose it. I chose it. it. Yeah, Yeah. no, 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 that's fine. We are going on to, from Cool Story Bro, into... It's the beat! 
bullshit. Yes, it is. It's the big bucket of bullshit. So last week's big bucket of bullshit gave us from Pez. Pez sweet dispenser. <laughs> Choose five animals each and do impressions of them. Cheers, Pez. Right. How well, we, how are we gonna do this? Well, I've actually gonna change it up. I've brought us a chocolate donut age. <laughs> That's not changing it. <laughs> That's punting it out of the park. No, okay. So we're gonna eat the chocolate donut whilst doing animal impressions. Okay, I'm loving that. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. I'll tell you what, I've got five animals here. Yeah. Please don't make me do five different ones. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So when you eat your donut in a minute, yep. you can, uh, I can give you these to do while you're your donut. So now, you think of five animals while I eat my donut. Oh, I can do five. It's no problem. Uh, we can do three. Oh, whatever. Let's go. We're going five. All right. Up. Big mouthful of chocolate donut coming up. Okay, here we go. Giraffe. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, because giraffes just sniff. Okay, next one. Mm. Werewolf. <laughs> That's good. Well done. Um, a beaver. Oh, good. Good. Okay. All right. Um, what have we got? Two left. Um, a whale. <laughs> All oh. right. And last one. Ooh. Oh, yeah, winner. Hang on. Uh, oh. Yeah, one. A dolphin. <laughs> Good job. That oh. one grew up. Yeah, well done. Fucking hell. It's really hard to eat a donut at the same time, though. These donuts are absolutely delicious. They've got like oozing chocolate in the middle. Yeah, this looks amazing. Right. Hang are on. you ready? Ah. Oh. Chris is filling one's face with donuts. Oh, cool. All right, you have to do, and I've mixed these up, the sound of a rooster with a bad headache. <laughs> How can you do fuck off? <laughs> uh, followed by oh. a snake with a sugar rush. A drunken sea lion. Right, right, now do a drunken sea lion. (laughs) Okay. A pissed off goat. Fill your face with donut. Yeah. Last one. Yep. A sassy lion. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Good effort. Nice. So that was interesting. Yeah, that was fucking great donut. Tasty donut, wasn't it? Tastes a bit like lager, but you know. Right, over to next week's big bucket of bullshit. Big bucket of bullshit. What is it? This is from Bilbo Fuckings. Right. Bilbo says, Discuss the pros and cons of Wagamama's seating arrangements. What? I've only been there once. No, I haven't even been there once. I've had takeaway. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry, Bilbo, but that, no. I can't do that because I don't know it. Unless we go out for dinner. Ooh. Are you asking... Wagamama's friends. Right, okay. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, Bilbo, but... Go for another one. Yeah. This is from Timo. T-I-M-O? Timo. Timo. Timo? Timo? Reenact a scene or dialogue from the film Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Nice. We can do that. Oh, but you've got to play, like, all characters. Or just pick a scene that's got two characters <laughs> in. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, like, like voices, not like it's going to be like, um, kind of like, um, okay, Harry, pass me the wand. <laughs> it's got to be like, yeah. proper full. Yeah, no, loving that. I think okay. that's great. Cool. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you very, very much for listening again. And next week... Um, we have a special guest. We do have a special guest and we're hoping for a second special guest as well. Um, oh, wait. You've just pushed too far. Next week is I. The letter I. Yeah, no, no, no. But we could have a double special guest oh, right. next week. Yeah, so, oh, sorry. Yes. So we've got our, we've got our good friend Ben um, from Absolute Bedlam Podcast. He's going to be on with us. Yep. And potentially we have another guest as well. Um, just, who's, uh, who's going to zoom in potentially? So um, just finalising bits and bobs. Yeah, just hoping they're okay to do it. And if not, it's cool. We will crack on with the normal bullshit and the normal craziness and go from there. So if, yeah, if you've got any suggestions for the letter I band beginning with I, send them in this week's before we record episode I. And we uh, yeah yeah happy days. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. And take care. And we will see you next time. Bye bye.